0: Welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically, self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other Mother Earth to the universe. So, we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself. To again empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you're here, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The L Y Foundation. You can also check out our website at TheLYFoundation.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the L Y F podcast. Monica here. And I am really grateful to say that we're expanding um, our reach in the community and we want to start bringing on other voices, bringing on other stories on here. And so really grateful to say that we're going to be highlighting in today's episode uh, Marissa Romero um, as our community spotlight. I mean, she she came to LYF now, I want to say back into, it was 2019, and uh, we got to work really closely with Marissa in our events. She would often do the ecstatic dance workshops and cacao ceremonies, and she really donated so much of her time. That I believe really helped bring so much of our, of our mission to light, and to help people realize what we were, what we've been trying to do since we started. So, super honored and happy to have Marissa with me right now. So. Hi, Marissa. <laughs>
1: hey, Monica. <laughs> Thank you so much for the wonderful words.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's so good to see you, Amanda. It's been, I mean, this year, right, so many of us have been in isolation and away from one another, and yeah. so it's, it's just so good to, to see you right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, grateful for the connection, however that is. It's still a part of community, even if it is virtually.
0: Exactly. Awesome, Marissa. Well, usually a question I really love to ask f- folks that hop on here with me is to share with me, what is it that you love about yourself and how has this quality helped you uh, get through some difficult moments?
1: That's a wonderful question. I, I, I feel my, my favorite quality about myself is my ability to feel. And it's just the innate human quality, really, to just, to just feel and that has definitely helped me get through um, many points of struggles and challenges just simply by, by feeling what's present with me so I can learn how to um, accept it and move through it. And I think that's something that we can all work together on is just, just feeling, just shut up and feel. <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: it's so true. It's yeah. like, you know, we get so caught up in not wanting to feel I think a lot of times. So I, I love that you've worded it like that.
1: Yeah.
0: I mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> love Well, as is so kind of feeding into that to some more is, so what inspires you and what helps you to keep uh, moving forward? I mean, this year is an understatement when we say that it's been really hard. Um, so how, how have you kept that inspiration alive within you?
1: Mm. It's interesting that you, said moving forward, because what what keeps me moving is movement. Like you said, I, I was hosting the ecstatic Dances for a while. I'm a movement artist. And for, for me, life is movement. And if I feel emotionally stuck or physically stuck or, or just stuck in any way mentally, then I, I move. I move my body I move energy, I'll clean sometimes I'll cook amazing meals just to just to move it. so for me, just the act of moving is has what's gotten me through this year physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it just reminds me of like, uh, as you're saying that, right, the flow, we always like that's, I feel like that's tossed around so much, but it is true, you know, like to embrace uh, the flow of life and right. And it it gets difficult when we try to uh, not go with the flow. Mm-hmm.
1: and like you said it is tossed around so much go with the flow and surrender to the flow but really embodying that and embodying the flow and even the moments that are feeling kind of like stuck and out of flow are part of the flow and just keep moving in it Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I fully like that you agree. said that right it's like this even the stagnation is is part of it so I'm yes. happy yeah I'm happy you said it that way
1: Mm-hmm. The stillness, those moments of of stillness or um, how some would call stuck, that's where some of the biggest expansions happen. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely a divine part of it. And instead of like ostracizing it or trying to not feel those moments, surrendering into that and allowing yourself to feel what, what is there, no matter what it is, whether it's moving or not, and learning how to move with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ah so beautiful <laughs> um, so tell us a little more uh, let's get a little deeper into uh, your mission in life and and how you serve the community but if you could give us a little little story time of how it really started for you and what what was that light bulb moment for you of you're like you know what this is my mission this is why I'm here this is what I how I want to serve
1: my mission I, I would call it my Dharma for me personally along movement dance healing arts so part of my dharma is bringing healing through movement bringing medicine into movement and movement into medicine and using dance as a catalyst for our transformations and using it as a tool for our embodiments and and our expression movement expression dance that's expression and a big part of of that mission for for me is um, bringing people into a state of, of freedom and liberation with their movements. So having the confidence to just express and letting it be as it is and not having to worry about what it looks like and instead what it feels like. So yeah, that's, I would say that that's my Dharma, helping people embody their expression, embody their prayer and using dance and movement as a catalyst for that. And when did that start for me? When did I realize that? What an interesting question, because I feel like it's always evolving. And as uh, like an entrepreneur, I think many of us can relate. I I still get in those moments of like, this is what I'm supposed to do, but, but that's it, just, but, and just releasing that and um, remembering that this is life purpose, life mission. So it's always through for my entire life. And probably lives after this is going to be a part, it's going to be part of my journey. But I guess if I was to get more specific and, and try to answer when, when I felt like this was my, my purpose, probably about, it's been, a, it's been a couple years now and still developing actually. I guess I can't really pinpoint as to when. It's just always, always dance and movement. has always been a part of my life and it's been an ever evolving journey.
0: I, you know what, memory is coming up for me. I know that we, I had definitely seen you before, but I remember when we really reconnected was uh, at a meeting that we both were at, um, at Ferguson's. And I remember you were freshly back from South America, I believe, right? Um, or, or 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 was it Thailand?
1: Yep, it was Thailand. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I don't know that, that that's coming up for me now and like all that you, um, I just remember your, the energy was so different, right, than what I was used to feeling around me and like that renewed sense of, I felt like a renewed sense of self um, that you had gone through a lot and like, and you're like, okay, now I'm back and my home base, but I just had all these experiences. So for whatever reason, you know, that's coming up for me right now and uh, maybe sharing like the, some of the lessons that you learned over there or I know that you with different plant medicines that uh, that you were that you learned about were exposed to anything that that you'd like to share of that that time
1: wow that's that's a very interesting time for me that that transition of me just coming back from asia and in America and it, it made my heart start to beat because I remember that those feelings and actually monica th- those were very tough times for me i I uh, went through a massive culture shock and went through states of anxiety that I never experienced before and depression and confusion. And I I felt so open and filled, fully fulfilled in in Thailand and had a very hard time integrating myself back into into that world. So I would say part of that, part of the reasons, one was I, I did receive ayahuasca medicine while in Thailand. It was a very, very lovely ceremony. Um, It was a private ceremony. And I will say it was not very traditional and still very potent and transformational. And in Vegas, what helped me, uh, another natural medicine that had helped me, aside from movement and dance, was a combo, combo of frog medicine from the Amazon that I had received from a sweet sister, and she had worked with me continuously, and that that was also transformational. And I'm still in touch with her. And she actually came out to uh, Grass Valley, California, and held ceremony here for many people on our on our lands that we have. And expanding into that, we held a very special uh, ayahuasca ceremony here with a medicine man that she had brought in with her from Brazil. So yeah, it's it's been expanding and the plant medicines yeah they're very they're very potent and i think that receiving grandmother ayahuasca and although it was months and months later that i went to vegas just still integrating that it it really i call it my second awakening Mm -hmm. um it just it just shook my world returning to vegas and everything that was once familiar for me felt unfamiliar friends are like no longer friends now not on a bad terms at all but just couldn't Understand, relate. It was like suddenly we were speaking different languages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, actually, that was a, that's very interesting that you remember me at that at that moment because many people do. Many people do, and they talk about memories with me and stuff. They say, yeah. "Remember when you first came back from Asia? Yeah. You just got to Las Vegas. And you had this energy about you," <laughs> and uh, I just. I know, I know. And uh, it was actually a very hard time for me. And I was trying very much to like integrate and I'm very happy with where I am now. And that I went through that and even going, going back or um, coming out of it so much more expanded and even fuller and more embodied was feeling as much as uncomfortable as I was, as sticky as I felt, I knew I don't have a choice right now. I need to feel what's coming up. This is, this is it. And when I did that, I learned how I can move it and physical movement and dance, of course, played a huge role in that, but energetically moving and spiritually moving, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mentally moving and uh, brought me here.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing, you know, because I, I I mean, as, as uh, as this, you know, this year has presented so many different challenges and for everybody in different ways. And I think a lot, I think a big challenge was that a lot of folks suddenly found themselves right at home and no way out and that they had to, they had to confront and feel and, and I think uh, I, hopefully, you know, as the year has progressed, more people um, have been able to kind of get used to that or feel more acquainted with it. So I love that you mentioned that because, you know, that happened, that was, a, yeah, a couple years ago now, right? Or yeah, almost. And but you, 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 yeah. experience, you experienced that early on and you confronted that transition and that transformation. And I'm sure... That has given you a lot of strength to navigate through this year. And so it's it's really wonderful just to, to hear your experience, as difficult as I'm sure it was. But the bravery, right, and the courage that you had to go through it, and it's led you to this moment. And I'm really grateful of that. And I mean, it also just like, it makes me reflect again on the the many uh, dan- ecstatic dances that you hosted and the cacao ceremonies with it. Uh, Because I I always felt that I felt the like the power and at the same time, like the strength and the sweetness that you brought beautiful contrasts to help people uh, become more accepting of themselves. And so I I just want to commend your journey because I I'm sure it's given so much strength to other people, you know.
1: I believe that strongly. That's very much received. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Oh, yeah, fully taking that in right now. And thank you for bringing up uh, Mama Cacao Medicine. Um, you know, it's interesting because we, when people hear plant medicines, um, we automatically think of the big ones like ayahuasca or some of the cactus medicines or DMT, whatever. And we forget about these these wonderful medicines like... Like cacao or even mapacho tobacco, and and their their sacred uses. Even honey is is medicinal. So yes, thank you for for just shedding light on the cacao ceremonies. Uh, those are very special, and I greatly enjoyed sharing them.
0: Absolutely, and it, I mean they've they've transformed my life. Um, I mean cacao. I would say honestly, it was uh, yeah dawn. Don Stefan, shout out to him and and you. Hey. You know, you both really helped me to learn um, and and just honor that medicine much more. And, and it's helped me. I've I experienced the heart opening each time, and I'm I'm so grateful. And I, I hope more folks um, are able to get into that or learn more about it because it's um it's so it's so powerful. I mean, since we're talking about cacao, would you? Like to just, could you share a little bit uh, for folks that maybe they're just, maybe they only, they, the, the only way they know about cacao is because of, um, you know, uh, traditional candy that they might buy. But mm-hmm. the deeper, right, and the more yeah. secret aspect of cacao, it'd be great to hear you talk about it.
1: Yeah, happy to share. So cacao is the raw form of chocolates, and it comes from the Theobroma tree. The good quality beans, cacao beans, come from usually, but actually the biggest like technically cacao chocolate distributor is is in africa but that's usually like for nestle and like those big chocolate corporations so going back to cacao the sacred uh, medicine steel brahma the tree that that actually um translates to god food so it's uh food of the gods and it's a wonderful wonderful heart opener cacao and it starts off in a bean and then it's um it's processed into um, like a, almost like a, a powder. And oftentimes it's the better qualities are like hardened They're, um They come in like a, a brick, um, excuse me. And um, actually it's super interesting because my roommate now, one of my roommates, his name is Jonas. He, um, he's, he owns a, a major chocolate ceremonial cacao factory called uh, firefly cacao. Shout out to them, <laughs> and yeah. So he—it's um, just interesting that I, I've like been um, like working with cacao, and now I'm living with a, almost a master of it. And so I'm, I learn a lot from him too. But um, so cacao is—it's a heart opener, and um, it also helps with serotonin, and it relieves depression and anxiety, and um, it has almost the, the effects of, um, similar to caffeine, but you don't get jittery. You do need to like stay hydrated during it while receiving and, and sipping because it's, um, it has a tendency to dehydrate and actually the raw form of cacao when it's just, just as it is, it's, it's quite bitter. Mm-hmm. And so normally, you know, I make it with a little bit of honey or some like coconut milk to help to help it, but um yeah, it's it's really bitter and it's we're so used to the processed, sweetened um cacao chocolate at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marissa, for, for explaining it. Cause I, I remember the first time I I went to Costa Rica with my family and just uh learning about the cacao plant. And I just remember feeling really upset of the injustice, you know, with, with the plant. And so I'm, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, you, I, I see you as a big steward to help bring um, the information to, to the, the right information to the people.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And there's still so much, so much for us to learn as well. You know, things that I did came from my, my heart and intuition with, with Don Stefan. And, and I just want to like give credit to, the indigenous that are working with the cacao and serving like so traditionally and so, so um, uh, integral. And so I just, I just really have to um, mm-hmm. really give credit to that. And, and still I'm, I'm just a student and, and I have so much still to learn about this medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for doing that. Um, but wonderful, Marissa. So let's uh let's talk, talk a little bit more of this year and uh dive into what are some of the biggest challenges you've you've had to face, and at the same time, what have you learned, and 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 what can you say have been wins for you, uh, despite the challenge of 2020? Hmm. The
1: wins and challenges of 2020, you know, um, actually, the there's quite a few. We'll start with, we'll start with the challenges and, you know, it'll be the basic ones for me. Just, I had so many travel plans that um, fell through and I, I don't, well, I can't say it fell through. They were completely canceled. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, the challenges for, for me, the challenges of 2020 have been, so I'm here to think like, what have been my challenges? hmm and I know I've had some, you know, some mental things, some emotional things. I I suppose, despite the year, I think a personal challenge for me has been actually coming in more union with my divine feminine and masculine internally. And healing this relationship that I've had with the masculine. So that's been my like personal challenge. um, But that really, I don't feel like has much to do with all of the circumstances that people would associate with 2020. That's just my personal journey. And as far as wins, actually, the, the lockdown was some of the best time that I've had. I had such a great time spending six weeks in Vegas in my old home that actually Don Stefan is living in now, and with my old roommates. And I started to paint and I whipped out so many paintings in a matter of of weeks, and I never painted before. Yes, and it's also given me a lot of time to develop my business. So I've I've gone deeper and deeper into my um, movement arts coaching and embodiment coaching and just recognizing and coming to terms with more ways that I can be successful with this. So my, my whole self business and entrepreneurship has, has uh, expanded greatly. My relationship with people have gotten a lot deeper. I'm very grateful for just the the tightness of the community that, that I've experienced and how very um, intimate we are. And uh, so 2020 has actually been a phenomenal year. It's been so good. Again, the challenges, I'm like, yeah, some things, you know, finances were more of a struggle that I wasn't quite sure what my next plan was going to be. And, you know, sometimes it all felt really heavy, Um, you know, moving through, through the, the race riots and all of that, that was, that was a big challenge for me. I was really feeling the world there. And meanwhile, I'm in California and it's, Northern California where the fires are really prominent. So like mm-hmm. smoke everywhere and riots and pandemic and elections coming up. And I was like, the whole <laughs> world is going crazy. I'm just going to smoke weed and paint and dance. But um yeah, I still you know, that, that that was great to move, to move that, but still being present with what's happening in the world and facing that and recognizing this is, this is, this is my world. And there is that world. And I I see every day and it's, it's very much there. And I send love, I send love and healing. And however, my services can help uplift the collective, been great great
0: <laughs> absolutely oh, that was so well said and I really believed you know on a fundamental level i I, I was I've often been saying how it, this year felt you know and I actually I have not done ayahuasca, but I can only imagine and it, f- it felt like a collective purge you know what we went through this year um, and as difficult as it's been, it really feels and of course like i I want to always send my compassion to everybody, yeah. everyone that's faced a challenge suffering this year. Um, but it, mm-hmm. I, I can look at my life like, and I can say like the changes I've gone through, I know have got, have made me a better person, stronger individual uh, moving forward. And, and I think that's what is so key is to recognize that, you know, change is inevitable and growth is, there's always opportunity for growth and so if, if we, if we get into that mindset of like what's happening and coming our way is to help build us, then we can overcome, we can truly overcome. And it definitely is easier when we have one another. And uh, so I'm grateful that you mentioned those things because I, I, I identify with that a lot and I, and I believe it's going to make us that much more uh, just stronger community contributors, community leaders and I, I I see like your what you've been cultivating, um, and I can only see continued growth for you. And I know that you're going to be instrumental, I think, for this next for, for for all of us, right? As we as we get move forward and and um, helping rebuild society. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yes. Thank
1: you for that, and mm-hmm. and just just adding on to yes, hearts are definitely going out to those that have struggled through this year because it has not been as such a smooth ride for others. And in the beginning of this whole thing I made a a post about how like just truly privileged that I felt. I in this lovely home, like Mm I'm just privileged to have the life that, that I'm living right now while others are really, really suffering and working and I and I just have to give credit to the ones that are still, still working on themselves, their mentalities, and just, just moving through and, um, and emphasizing the importance of community because truly I, I feel that's, that's the only way we're going to get through this. That's the only way we, we, we need to lift each other up and acknowledge one another and look at one another. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's been a very enlightening, enlightening year
0: Mm hmm Absolutely. And, and it's so, man, I'm just so grateful that, you know, we all kind of saw what we were dealing with and, and the pivots that we had to do to like hop online more. Right. And, and, and still cultivate that sense of community, even if it has to be done virtually right now.
1: Yes. Yes. Like you were saying the change and acknowledging the beauty in all situations is the growth and it's, For some, it's so much easier said than done, you know, it is, it is definitely a practice. It's not always easy to keep in that mind state of positivity. And I don't think Mm -mm. it's healthy to anyways. Mm -mm. So, and I think in in reality, the way that the change will happen and to keep yourself moving forward is accepting all of it, even the ones that you don't really want to. And Mm -hmm. just what Mm -hmm. we've been saying. That's, Absolutely,
0: that's really and yeah, I think it ties perfectly with like with what it is that you love about yourself, right? Of, of feeling, and, yeah. and and that means feeling the uncomfortable emotions to get to the beautiful moments, or to allow the time to show you, hey, like okay, now I understand why I had to go through through that. It it sucked, but you know, I, I had to go through it.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, totally, yes, and just you know i i definitely identify with that and resonate with it just as you were talking about and as we were talking about um when i came back from vegas and how hard that was and like oh yeah man that that sucked i was really struggling but now i smile about it i'm just I'm so proud of myself and um yeah, I just, I just really want people to, to hear this and to know that they're the only way out is through. And once you're there, there's so much light, and you feel lighter, and, and it's, it's there, even if it feels so far. It's, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Just keep moving, one foot in front of the other, even on the days that that you don't want to do anything and those days are okay to take sometimes too. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just to, to keep moving towards your purpose, your mission, your Dharma, Keep in those steps.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Marissa. Well, I would love to, as we close, I want to know uh, what is your wish for 2021 and how do you see us moving forward together as a collective? Oh.
1: Okay. Well, my wish for 2021, I would love to see people just move more. Just freaking move and not not care so much about it. Get goofy. I want to see people play and see people comfortable in themselves. Mm. Um, so I, I suppose narrowing that into a, a word, the one that comes to mind for me would be just embodiment. I would, my wish for 2021 is for people to embody more, embody their words, their expressions, their prayer, their feelings, and to just embody the pleasures that and also the pains of this human experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: and moving forward as a collective is, is just exactly that is, is moving forward together mm. bringing community and as we witness ourselves are the feelings of ourselves and and embodying all of all of that we are the more capable we are of witnessing others and their embodiments and seeing the collective and how, how not just naturally united we are, but how so strong and powerful we are when we're consciously united.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So well said. Awesome, Marissa. Well, how can people find you? What's the best way for folks to connect with you?
1: Ooh, Thank you for that definitely instagram that's what i'm on right now it's mm-hmm. um motions of marissa and it's all one word and i'm on i'm on there and i would love if anybody wants to reach out any questions or comments about anything i'm very open to receiving and um yeah love that i'm there
0: i know you mentioned briefly um that you're stepping into more of a coaching uh arena could you explain to folks a little bit more what that what that is what 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 would folks uh get or what would what, what type of service
1: yes definitely so uh these these sessions come in packages and there's a four-week six-week eight-week package and Within each package, there's various um, embodiment practices, self-care rituals, um, abstract movement techniques, all different things to help you liberate your dance, embody your emotions, feel your emotions, and move the emotions. So it's it's all somatic. It's all embodiment. It's all it's not all physical it's also mental and emotional but it's all movement of these things so there's um one-on-one is right now is what i'm taking one-on-one clients eventually <laughs> online courses will be available um but one-on-one clients right now so uh lots of zoom calls pdfs uh, full in-depth consultation and um yeah and everything all the packages are curated to each client's needs so after the consultation, after we've spoken about what they're desiring. For example, I have a client right now who has some lower back injury and has some trouble speaking his truth. So we're focusing a lot of embodiment and movement um, techniques around healing the lower back, figuring out, okay, the lower back is associated with this chakra and this emotion and peeling back these layers. So you're kind of left with this like raw. Oh that's what that is and then you can move it.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: it's love it. It's very in depth. It's a transformational experience. It really is and it's it's quite in depth.
0: <laughs> I love this. It's so wonderful just to um yeah to see your growth marissa it's so great i'm so happy you're doing all this
1: thank you thank you Mm -hmm. thank you and i just want to say that in in the in-person ones when those start to happen again um i am i do have some one-on-one in-person clients right now and those are phenomenal and i greatly um value the contact there's contact is such a big part of 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 that as the contact dance that i do Mm -hmm. contact improvisation so i'm just super excited for in-person things to start happening again so we can explore that the touch
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i know i'm so i really look forward to next year and to in person hopefully and uh hopefully at some point in 2021 can have you leading some ecstatic dances again
1: (laughs) yes yes i love that
0: Hmm. Well, awesome, Marissa. This was uh, really so wonderful to connect, and uh, just thank you for sharing as much as you did. And uh, so grateful to to highlight you.
1: Thank you so much. It was, oh, it was such a pleasure. Always feeling blessed and grateful just to be here with you and part of this movement and doing exactly what we're doing. Yes.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Do you have any, any last comments to share to folks listening?
1: I just want to emphasize on, on the importance of feeling, just, just feel physical, mentally, emotionally, what what's coming up and don't have any shame around it. And even if you do feel the shame, feel that too, and then dissect it and to just keep doing, doing your work when you show up for yourself that's when you can fully show up the world with others. So it all starts with you. Mm
0: -hmm. 100%. Awesome. Well, thank you Mm -hmm. again, Marissa. And thank you to everybody listening. Always appreciate y'all. Talk to y'all later.
1: Ciao.